0: Welcome to episode 37 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building comic stories, one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we're going to discuss recent comic book news. Uh, this is Matt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Noah. Hey there. So, like I said, this is going to be sort of a uh, recent uh, comic book news roundup, uh, and this will be for like the May-June time frame of 2019. Um and I know there's one book that you're excited uh, that's coming out. So why don't you why don't you start us off with a discussion on on Donnie Cates and Thad Moore's Silver Surfer?
1: Yeah, Silver Surfer Black by Donnie Cates and Trad Moore. Hopefully with colors by Heather Moore, because Trad and Heather work so well together, as proven on their book Um The New World with Alice Cott. Yeah. Our coat, however you pronounce his name. Um Looks like some beautiful artwork already going into this. It's also supposed to be the culmination of everything Donny Cates has done in the cosmic realm of uh, Marvel. So that means everything from when he did Thanos wins to his Guardians to his cosmic Ghost Rider to, you know, everything there. This is sort of the, uh, the culmination of all of that. Uh, I've not been keeping up with Guardians, but from what I understand, there was a big plot point where uh, Silver Surfer and several other of the cosmic heroes got sucked into a black hole so this is all supposed to be taking place after they get sucked into the black hole yeah um and so this is uh donny kate since he's arrived at marvel he's just sort of taken the gloves off i mean i've never seen someone who's just been able to run with whatever the hell he wants to he was able to do whatever he wanted with thanos and then you know now with uh cosmic ghost rider and uh guardians He's just sort of been able to just run with whatever idea he has. And of course, now being paired with Trad Moore, an artist who's able to run with whatever he gets to run with, it's going to be an epic series because both of them are just going to, you know, their gloves are going to be off here and they're going to be able to do whatever weird cosmic stuff that they want to do with this book. Um, I love Trad Moore. He's probably one of my favorite artists. So it's going to be a lot of really beautiful art from him. I know that for sure. And uh, I think Nick Bradshaw and John Rauch or Roch, whatever, how you pronounce his name, they're doing all the variant covers and those are beautiful as well. So it's going to be a good series. What do you think?
0: Yeah, um, I, I I too haven't read the, the new um, Guardians of the Galaxy series, but I have read a little bit of the Cosmic Ghost Rider stuff. Um, and like you said uh just sort of the the elements that he's introducing into the into the marvel universe you know cosmic ghost rider is probably one of the biggest new characters we've had in in quite some time um so yeah it 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 should be it should be pretty cool uh I, i'm just do you have any do you have any thoughts on how it might go um or anything like that
1: well, if he's, if he's going to continue, if Donny Cates is going to continue with the stories that he has been telling, he's not afraid to push characters to their ultimate limits. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be different than the Dan Slot run, which was sort of a return to form for the character, where he sort of brought him back to sort of the adventures that he wanted to see Silver Surfer on and things like that. I think there'll be some of that with Donny Cates here, but he's sort of a guy who likes to think out of the box with a lot of his stuff. I mean, his take on Thanos, um, at least what I've heard of him talking about it, you know, he really likes to think, like, you know, what services a really great story, what serves a really great character-based story. So I don't really know what to expect from this book. um, Because up until now, Donnie Cates has been so unpredictable, especially the Cosmic Ghost Rider series. I thought it was just going to be Punisher with the Ghost Rider in space, but, Mm -hmm. but it starts out at the beginning with him going back in time and kidnapping baby Thanos and it turning into a lone wolf and cub story just with cosmic ghost rider and baby Thanos. I was not expecting that. Um, And then of course his lineup for the guardians was just, you know, awesome. It was, it wasn't expected that he would be able to run with all those characters and play with them in this cosmic sandbox. Um, So I'm guessing whatever it is, it's going to be wild. That's just all I'm predicting at this point. It's just going to be out there completely it'll be something that's not like too far from what Kirby and Lee were doing with, you know, uh, with it originally, but it's not going to be like a nostalgia trip like slot and all reds run was Um, which I love slot and all reds run. Mm -hmm. I love it a lot, but it's, it's very nostalgia based. Um, But I think Kate's and more are gonna push it. Like in the, like, sort of where Kirby was hoping to push the character. More yeah. I, it, what do you think they're going to do with it?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to be on the crazy side, and I think the fact that uh, they're sort of been pulled into the black hole, you can sort of they're 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 all off the board for anything that's going on, you know, war of the realms or any anything like that. So you, know I mean, you can have. You know, you could have just about anything go on with, with those characters. I wouldn't be surprised if uh some people don't make it out. I mean Yeah. Uh, uh you know, maybe 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 Cosmic Ghost Rider doesn't doesn't make it out. I mean, it's sort of like that's Kate's way of being like that's that was my toy, I used it and nobody else is gonna gonna get to use it. Yeah. I mean, Kate's basically
1: started his own, like, Marvel 2099 Mm -hmm. with his cosmic stuff. So he's got basically unlimited potential with that alternate sort of timeline that he's got going. And uh, so he can, yeah, he can kill whoever he wants. He can bring back whoever he wants, you know. And especially now with going into, like, a physics-bending black hole where he can be like, I can do whatever with reality. so. Spider-Man can be in there, uh, with Wolverine's claws and stuff like that or whatever, you know, it's just going to be a no holds bar and then bringing Trad onto it as well. And it's, what's cool is that Donnie Cates and Trad went to college together. And so like, it's interesting to see all the people who were linked. Um, I think at the Savannah school, um, whatever art school it is that like yeah. Donnie Cates, Jeff Shaw, Trad Moore, Paula Rivera, No, maybe not Paula Rivera. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of another group of class of people who all went there at some time. But all those three guys, at least, like all having really strong connections to each other.
0: Yeah.
1: And like having come up together in the same class and also done like all their strongest work over at Marvel. It's pretty cool to see and I'm excited to see it. Um, Also, since this will be like the first like uh, consistent book that Trad Moore has worked on, like, you know, he's done covers and stuff like that, but since like Ghost Rider. And um, I'm really excited to see what he'll do with another Marvel title because what he did with Felipe Smith on Ghost Rider was just awesome. So I think this is going to be my favorite series of this year uh, just because I love Tradmore Moore and I like Donny Cates a lot.
0: Yeah, so uh, before we leave, I just uh, have a question for you. I mean, getting out of a black hole is, is, is no easy feat. So um, do you have any predictions on who might be able to um, – you know, figure out where they are and, and extract them or one of those individuals that's there might be able to be the one that, that, that gets them out. Hmm. So I'll just show out, I'll, I'll just throw out my suggestion that, okay. that obviously one of the top choices would be read to figure out some way to, to, you know, um, read, send out a signal, find them and then figure out a way to, to pull them out of a, out of the black hole.
1: Yeah, I think, I don't know, since it's a variant cover, I don't know how, like, they haven't really posted much artwork from the interiors on this book yet. They just have the covers that Trad's done. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the variant cover for number one has uh, Silver Surfer and Galactus. Okay. So if it involves the surfer harnessing some kind of celestial power to get out of the black hole, that would be my prediction as well. Okay. But I wouldn't put it past Johnny Cates. He's a very utilitarian writer with the characters that he has. Like, especially if you listen to him explain why Cosmic Ghost Rider is Frank Castle. Like it's very utilitarian and very logical. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was Reed Richards because like he's like, Yeah, that's the logical choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, that when you think about Cosmic Gross Router and and then who it is, it's just like how come nobody ever ever thought about that before? Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that that seems to be Donny Kate's approach to it too. He was like, Oh, why hasn't anyone ever thought of this? It's awesome. So yeah.
0: All right, cool. So let's uh let's talk about another book that's uh coming out pretty soon. actually I think it's two books. Um it is going to be uh, the house of X and the power of X. And those are going to be written by, uh, Jonathan Hickman. Um, With there Olivier Quapel, right? The John house of X. Yeah. I, I, there's, there's two artists on the two different series. Um, I'd, I have to look up exactly, uh, who the other one is. Um, but, uh, Hickman's return to Marvel, um, was, was news for a while. And then the other news that came out recently was that, uh, you know, all the other X books are being, are being canceled, uh, during, during this. So, um, I'm pretty excited about this, uh, with, with Jonathan Hickman being, um, uh, my, my favorite writer, um, and for him to be back in Marvel, um, playing with a, with a universe of characters that he hasn't really had the chance to, to work with. I mean, he did a lot of Avengers work, um, but, uh, this is, this is pretty exciting. So, um, what do you, what do you think here?
1: Yeah. And I meant to mention that the, uh, Silver Surfer Black is coming out in June. Okay. Um, I meant to end it out with that, but what I think about this is that, um, I think it's, it just goes to show how Marvel knows that this is a bankable, uh, star, I guess, in Hickman, you know, yeah. where they're like, okay, yeah, we'll let him do whatever he wants for however long he wants. Because we know that, I mean, like at least for however long they can ride the wave of excitement that they bring him back on. So uh, Hickman's in a very uh, um, privileged place where he can play with, do whatever he wants with the X-Men. Yeah, I think it kind of sucks because it sounds like Matthew Rosenberg was just hitting his stride with the X-Men that he was writing. I think he was writing Uncanny. And um, maybe was he writing another time ta- and, and astonishing was he writing uncanny and astonishing i think maybe
0: uh, uh the the issues of uncanny that I saw and read were, were Ed brisson but I, i'm ed I, I'm okay not, i'm not sure i I have to admit i ha- i haven't uh, stayed up with it um, you know weekly or, or monthly
1: so definitely matthew Rosenberg is writing on is writing astonishing then so uh, um and Uncanny, I, I feel bad for Ed Brisson as well, who's been writing, yeah, that. And uh, I don't know if the artists were writing blue or red or gold, um, but I know Rosenberg and Brisson have really put a lot of time into these characters over the last couple of years and really have worked hard to get to this place. So I know nothing is final, especially with this. I know it seems to be like it's not, a, it's not something that's going to last forever with these books being canceled, which makes me happy. But... At the same time, it kind of sucks that, like, I listened, just listened to an interview recently with Matthew Rosenberg, and he had huge plans for, like, the next several series. Um, but he said, like, he also knows, like, he, he knows that it's not something that, like, you should plan on because you can be canceled at any moment. Sure. But uh, it still sucks because he had a lot of ideas that he wanted to do. And if this is an event that Hickman's going to, like, you know, shake the X-Men with, Um, It would suck if all those guys and all their plans with these characters sort of gets thrown up in the air. But at the same time, Hickman can like deliver a 12 issue miniseries that's just awesome and makes like comic history. I'll take that, you know, Um, especially if he's bringing on uh, Olivier Coiffel as an artist. And I think maybe, I don't know who the other artist is, but, you know, Hickman's got like, you know, he's got his pick of whoever he wants on this series.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at uh and I don't know if this is just a cover artist, but uh I'm looking at House of X has uh Pepe La Rose as as, oh. as as an artist. Um and then uh I'm just trying to find, but I, I can't find exactly who all the artists are on this. So maybe I'm wrong about quapel
1: Maybe not. He's maybe not be on there.
0: Um, um.
1: Maybe I just assumed because of House of X, I thought he would be on there since he was on House of M. So yeah. maybe I was just presuming things.
0: No, no. Um, I'll definitely look it up and, and, and figure it out. Um, so so with this X-Men uh, book, there's probably going to be a lot of uh, resetting of X continuity. Um mm-hmm. Do you do you have anything that you would like to see uh, done with the X-Men or or anything you think might happen? And before you answer, will there be any circles in the book at all?
1: Circles, like time circles or what no, do you the, mean? The, oh, the, oh, you mean the graphic design the, circles?
0: The, Hick, the Hickman uh, graphic design of like... There has to be. Yeah. There has to
1: be. If there isn't, I'm going to be so disappointed. I'm just going to throw the book away if there's no circles <laughs> in it. Um, the yeah, of course, that's a definite. Um, what I think is uh is gonna happen, um, in the book is I, I mean, I, I know what I hope doesn't happen, but what I think is gonna happen is that there's gonna be sort of a reset on several characters, yeah, you know, and there's gonna be great lengths to bring back certain characters that are dead or you know, absent, um. The what I, I, I what I hope from it though is that um, instead of just doing a hard reset on all of the X Men stuff and trying to simplify like all the convoluted things like um, that they've been trying to reset over the last year uh, with like you know bringing Wolverine back and trying to reset Storm and other characters you know um, what I hope they do is uh, embrace, maybe. I hope Hickman just embraces what's going on with the X-Men and just writes a good team story, you know? That's not so much, like, you know, uh, all about what the team is going through internally, but maybe something more external, threat-wise. I think Hickman's really good with that. You know, I think that's what he proves it being really good at, is that he's not... He's good at the character stuff, but, like, he's also really good at it being... You know external forces at play more than internal forces at play with team stuff like avengers and fantastic four Mm -hmm. he's really good at making those the plot more complicated than the characters which i like that so i'm hoping he does that he doesn't take too much time to go into like how he's going to reset things and works more on how he's going to like you know craft a really complex plot around these characters and they're going to have to be a team to to get out of it so I kind of expect it to be that as well, but I think it's more hope at this point because I don't, I think a lot of people are very emotional. A lot of creators are very emotional when it comes to the Mm X-Men. So some of them are like easy to be like, yeah, these people have screwed up X-Men over the last few years. It's sort of the thing to do these days, at least in the conversations that I have here, over here with people is they're like, yeah, like X-Men's been screwed up, it's time to reset it. And so I'm hoping, Um, Hickman doesn't fall prey to that way of thinking and just is like well like instead of just being cheap and resetting everything like let's work with what's been happening and craft a really good story and make something good out of this so yeah yeah sort of making everything that's come before it that people are sort of split on better
0: yeah so um one thing that was in his uh uh avengers run where he had uh the avengers and the 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 new avengers where he was writing both uh he was writing both titles they sort of um uh alternated the story and you had to you had to read both to sort of get the whole thing so i'm wondering like what's the release schedule here is it like uh you know one month we get one of the the one of the issues, and then the next month we get the we, we get the other issue where he's sort of telling two stories that will come together uh, at the end. Yeah, I'm wondering what he's going to do. If, yeah, if they're going to run parallel
1: and then intersect, that would be really cool. Actually, I wouldn't put it past Hickman to do that kind of thing. Um, with 12 issues, I'll be interested to see what he does, though. Um, if he's going to be doing something more along the lines of like infinity or secret wars basically if he's going to be doing something along those like earth shaking universe shaking stuff or if he's going to be doing something more external like uh i don't know something maybe even more cosmic again you know with like sort of harkening back to maybe what dark phoenix was as well like you know uh, yeah. I don't really know, like, cause I don't listen to, I've not literally listened to much by Hickman. I don't know what his, what he's a fan of when it comes to X-Men. So, which that really is, that's really dependent when you're an X-Men writer is what era of X-Men you're a fan of because yeah. every era of X-Men is so distinct and every era has its like diehard fans.
0: Very, very true. So do you, uh, I know you talked about this a little bit earlier, some of the work that the the other writers were doing that it's either paused or or stopped for now. Um, Do you think there'll be a uncanny one that comes out of of this Mm -hmm. series? And do you think Hickman stays, stays on past these, these 12 issues?
1: Okay. I wonder, um, I wouldn't be surprised to put it past him, but at the same time, Hickman's sort of, again, one of those guys who doesn't have to be, at least doesn't seem to want to be um, caged by a deadline series, you know? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, especially now with like trying to compete with DC where they're like trying to put out books, so many books at once, you know? And Hickman is like notorious for like having extremely long gaps between yeah. books. I can't imagine they'd want him on a long, you know, like on a continuing series. Like having him on a mini series is one thing, but have him on a monthly or a bi-monthly kind of thing is even worse. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't expect it. I would hope that they would bring back Ed Brisson and Matthew Rosenberg and let them continue what they were doing since they're doing a pretty good job. Um but I would uh I wouldn't put it past Marvel to at least try it. Like, at least, like, you know, try to do sort of maybe what DC was doing with Snyder, where Snyder's been writing Justice League, sort of, and then sort of giving it over to other writers as he goes. Um, Maybe Hickman would do something like that with X-Men.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was was surprised by the announcement that he was coming back because I've heard him talk about how much he's able and this is sort of inside inside baseball like he's he's been very open that he can make so much more image than he can yeah. make that he can make um doing a doing a work for hire book at marvel so right. um you know this must have been something that was really intriguing to him um maybe something that he had uh cooking uh in his in his mind for a while and it just just the uh, you know the the love of the characters and the the chance to to do it um is uh was was enough to call him back so
1: yeah yeah he's had so much success at image with all his series so yeah. it's 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 cool to see him come back and maybe that because he's got a point now where he feels really secure in his following where he can like maybe not make as much but go do a marvel or a big two book and come back yeah. to his creator own stuff like black monday or east of west if easy if east of west is still going it's still going isn't it
0: yeah but it's it's yeah. uh it's, it's 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 um close to its end if uh it, it may have like four to five maybe six issues left so
1: pretty long series that he's been writing for a while now and yeah. uh his other books as well, like his other shorter science fiction books and stuff that he does every once in a while. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's move to another big book here. And this is one that instead of it being a a start where we're, we're going to be talking about an end Um, Tom, it was, it was announced that uh, Tom King's Batman is ending at 85 um, and not the 100 or 103 issues that uh, he was planning uh, to do. Um, news of that didn't uh, last very long, though, because uh, it was later, maybe a day, two days later, it was announced that uh, Tom King would be writing a Batman Catwoman series, um, I believe with Clayman art. Um, so, uh, why don't you weigh in with your, with your thoughts on, uh, the end of the Tom King Batman run?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's really the end. I think it's a way to appease, uh, angry, angry, nerdies, uh, nerdy, geeky boys on social media more than anything. Um, and I also think it's, it's Tom King being smart because like, I don't know if I'd want to deal with like the crap that's being thrown at him all the time for every decision that he makes creatively. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to Batman, where like Batman's been through way worse image wise, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just sort of, it's not fair for, uh, people like him and Dan Slott to get like such ridicule for every choice that they make on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. when like they're not going to be like tom king's going to be remembered pretty favorably in the future for some of the choices he made in comparison to like some of the choices that now everybody's totally cool with that people like grant morrison made on batman and things like that you know
0: Yeah.
1: um so I, that's my theory is that it's it's tom king being smart and being like okay People apparently don't want to make, don't want my stuff to be canon at this point, you know? So I'm going to step away and finish my arc of Batman under another title, which is the Batman and Catwoman book. I'm pretty, I'm 100% that's the, the final 17 issues in his 103 Batman storyline. Um, like, I think, you know, it'll be great too because under this title, he'll be able to bring in people like Clay Mann hopefully more Lee Weeks, maybe Mitch Jared's. uh, you know, bring up Tony S. Daniel, Michael Janine, all his sort of normal folks to come in, do the mini series, finish off the story of Batman that he's always wanted to do. And uh, then of course, like, you know, and it is also, it's just sort of cutting out the mill, man, because the best part of Tom King's whole run has been the Batman and Catwoman stuff. Yeah. Uh, The relationship that he's built between those two characters, you thought they already were working well together, but the romance that he's built between them has just been the best part and it's been the most genius aspect of his work on Batman. So I think, yeah, I think it's a smart move on DC and Tom King's part to get off of the main series just so that, like, you know, just to spare him of the negativity that he gets everywhere he goes. I've been in line with, with people who are just, like, savage to him in the sense that they just have no respect, that kind of thing. Like they'll just ask him like jerk questions about his choices and things like that. And I'm like, why are you in line? If you're just going to be a jerk about it, you know, that kind of thing. And he's really nice too. Like he's cool about it. So, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to deal with that stuff. So like, I think it's cool of him to be like, you know, especially now with how a lot of the choices he made is not just put him in the public eye of comics but like the public eye of like pop culture Mm -hmm. you know a year ago we're approaching a year now it's been since issue number 50 and that was huge you know like that was something that like my parents knew about and they don't know anything about comics but they knew Batman was going to be marrying Catwoman in a big issue I mean he was on like late night shows with people and stuff like that and it was it's a big deal so he's he's been the biggest deal as as far as Batman writers in a long time, like since the death of Batman, you know, over a decade ago. So it's, uh, you know, and with his unique background and his unique style, I'm happy that he's not leaving the character completely, but I'm also happy that he's getting off the main side, main series, if not just to spare him of his, of like the constant social media backlash.
0: So, um, let me ask you a question here. And this is just a thought I had. Um, other people have wore worn the cow before. Um, mm-hmm. so if we get to 85, uh, you know, then sometime after we, we have Batman and Catman, I'm sorry, Batman, and Cat. Batman and Catwoman won. Um, what do you think the possibility of that somebody else, uh, is in the, in the bat suit? Like I said, it's been done before. Um, so, you, you know, uh, because if he's if he's, he's if he's off here doing, you know, things with Catwoman, like do they do they put somebody else in the in Gotham to take care of uh, all that business or or is that just something that maybe probably is just me sort of making a wild guess?
1: Yeah, that would make sense. And also maybe it would be a chance for them to bring Arkham Knight into the main arc as well. Mm-hmm. so maybe doing something yeah like damien becomes batman or uh duke becomes batman or dick becomes batman again yeah those kinds of things or maybe there's a war for the cowl in the main series once again
0: i like what uh, are you thinking no i you know it's it's the default is always uh richard grayson um takes yeah. over and like you said that's been that's been done before um Damien would be interesting, Um, you know, just the fact that uh, I guess he's roughly, if, if I'm reading his age, right. He's, he's, I mean, I know we started off, he's about 10 in the, in the Morrison stuff. So I'm guessing if, you know, comic book aging is, is a tricky thing, but I'm guessing he's about 15. um, So he could be a possibility. Um, I No, but it would, they would, it would, that would be one way is to sort of have Bruce and Selena off doing something, doing something sort of like a swashbuckling romantic type of thing, finishing out whatever King had planned for those two. And you kind of felt like it was going to end with those two anyway. You know, it was the, you know, it was the start of the, start of the Batman run um, maybe about two thirds of the way through um, there was the proposal what would have been the midway point was going to be the wedding, and you know you know eighty five through one hundred um that's probably taking place in this new series is probably sort of um you know what that if there was a marriage, if they got together it's it's probably still that story
1: probably, and yeah. like I said now, if it's sort of being like a mini series, he can do whatever he wants, hopefully. Outside yeah. of continuity, or maybe yeah. like, if it's like, it only depends on if it's good that it's continuity, you know, that kind of thing. It's sort of a killing joke yeah. in that way. Um, I think, uh, yeah, and then, um, but I would be interested to see who they bring on to write it. I guess that's the big that's the big thing, right? On yeah. who the the main writer is that they bring on after Tom King. If it's um, James Tynion IV, who's always sort of been the lead-slash-backup Batman writer, always, you know? Or Peter J. Tomasi, which he might just sort of merge, jump off of Detective Comics, jump into the main Batman title. Or or they bring back someone like Greg Rucka to finish it off. Um yeah you know if, there's a lot of options here
0: if they could if they could go poach somebody from marvel who would uh who would you, who would you pick oh hickman hickman obviously yeah I' get or yeah
1: Hickman love to see what he would do with Batman he would just be he would rock it that's the, that's all i would say
0: all right um, so i'll I'll throw out uh somebody we talked about earlier um just kind of and I'm thinking about uh when when Matthew Rosenberg took over um took over Punisher and he put him in oh the, yeah put him in the war machine armor he could probably yeah. do a pretty you know you it wouldn't quite be the war machine armor but you would have you know sort of that uh man with no no superhero abilities that just sort of using his his tech and his suit um to to get by so that they that that could be a possibility but I don't think that's going to be the case
1: Yeah. I hope that, that would be pretty great though. Uh, yeah. I'd love to see what any of the younger writers over at Marvel would do with someone like Batman. Yeah. Um, but you, 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 uh, who do you think? Yeah. You, you
0: tell everyone who you think is, you, you think
1: they're going to bring on uh, Batman writer.
0: So my guess is Brian Michael Bendis will take over Batman. Um, he, he came over to DC and the big news was he was taking over, um, Superman in action. And he's done that for a while. Uh, the Tom King book was going strong at, at the time. So they had no reason to sort of play with that. But now that they're going to move Tom King off, you know, they can make a huge announcement that, you know, uh, they're arguably their their biggest name writer is on, on their biggest title. So that, that's my prediction is Bendis.
1: Yeah, that's a good prediction. it's sort of the most natural prediction. Um, also, he's been doing, from what I understand, he's been knocking it out of the park with his uh, his smaller Batman series with Nick Darrington um, that's just printed in the Walmart books. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone, I've only heard good things about that, and it's only gotten good reviews, and everybody loves it. It's real, apparently, it's a lot of fun. Um, so if he continues... I know that first arc, I think, is coming out in a trade soon. So that's... Uh, you know that's gonna be uh that's gonna be a big thing i'm sure uh and I'm sure that'll be maybe a clue to him maybe jumping off of Superman going over to Batman or doing both at the same time i I, I would like to see Rucka come back though, and so uh, that's sort of what I'd really like to see him do Batman officially um he's done some Batman, I know that for sure, and he's done of course like uh uh, the, the Gotham book and he's done Batwoman and he's done Detective Comics. Detective, yeah. And um, so I think he would be great on a main Batman series. And he's written short Batman stories and things like that. Maybe, maybe a graphic novel, maybe a Batman graphic novel. I can't remember. I'm not sure. Um, he, he's just sort of a natural pick and him and DC are so good. I think are still on good terms. So I'd like maybe to see him come back, do something.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So there was somebody you had mentioned pre-show, um, that you were thinking about. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna bring that up?
1: Yeah, I really this is who I hope it is more than anyone, actually. And I hope it's Philip Kennedy Johnson that they bring on as Batman. Um, I've met him a couple of times. He's a really nice guy, lives in the same area that you or that I used to live in that you live in now, Matt. Yeah. Really cool dude, really cool family guy. Uh love his work on warlords of Appalachia that graphic novel series that graphic novel is just awesome um and of course now his uh his movie um what's it called last son of america Mm -hmm. last sons of america is being made into a netflix film that's a big deal there's a lot of heat around his name right now as far as like just good stuff coming out of his things everything i've heard he's he's done like just kicking butt over at boom um You know, with his, I think he's done like Dark Crystal and he's done some Kong, King Kong books. Uh, His uh, Aquaman Annual was really well written and that was with Max, Mm -hmm. I think that was with Max Fiamara on artwork and that was really good. And he's been doing some other like little DC stuff, like sort of the the creator stuff, Um, like uh, young creator stuff. So I hope he gets the Tom King treatment where he's sort of the underdog writer who's just sort of only got some independent stuff to his name. And then of course, some little title stuff here and there. And um, he gets to work with Batman. Also, if you follow him on social media, you know, he loves Batman, you know, his family loves Batman. So I think if there's someone who deserves to write Batman, it's, it's Michael. It's uh, sorry. It's not Michael. It's uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think he would rock it. He's got a really cool out of, I think if you read Warlords of Appalachia, you can see how he would be able to fit in with how Tom King's been writing Batman. Yeah. I see um, that. But, so I think he would, uh, I think he would take the character in a natural place, but also in a cool place. Um, maybe it would be more uh, like, I, th- I think maybe it would have a good blend of uh, mystery and action to it. Like uh, not more one or the other would be a good balance. So I think he'd be a good fit. And especially if he brought some of the talent that he had on his other books, like Jonas Sharp on worlds of Appalachia, Jonas is such a really such a talent. Like he's sort of one of the, the names to watch out for in artwork, I think Um, Mm -hmm. just because his style is so strong and, uh, he inks and he pencils. He's just really good all around. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I I'm. would I'm, I'm really like to see him Him go on to the title. But we'll find out, I'm sure, sooner rather than later. He's going to be writing the new Batman series, probably at San Diego.
0: Yeah, so do you want to do a couple of quick um, San Diego possible uh, predictions? Um, I'll start off. Uh, I, I think you'll probably get some movie news about uh, X-Men or Fantastic Four. Uh, maybe 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 a leak there um i think the batman writer will be announced then um but uh i'm trying to think uh i don't know if i don't know if uh i i have too many more predictions beyond that but i'll I'll turn it over to you
1: i think we're also going to get our first images from house of x and uh Hickman's other X-Men series around that time as well. We'll see some more artwork for that. Yeah. Possibly first preview, um, I'm guessing. And uh, you know, um, by then, of course, you know, Tradmore and Donnie Cates will be well into their series. Uh, but it'll be cool to see the interviews that'll come out of what they're planning to do with the series next and won't be finished. I think it's gonna be like a six part series, um, with uh so- Bla- Silver Surfer Black, but um, I'm sure they'll be there and they'll, they'll, we'll get some cool interviews out of what they have next in, on their pipeline. Um, yeah, I hope that the Batman uh, writer is announced around that time and then, of course, the first wave of artists that are going to be on it. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited to see who Hickman has on his roster of artwork artists and what the artwork is going to look like on that series, uh, whether they're going to redesign the costumes or not. And they probably, I don't know if they've announced it yet, Oh, okay. I remember who's going to be on it now. Uh, Mark Brooks is doing covers for it.
0: That, yeah, that's I, what I remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing covers, maybe even some interiors on that. So that's that's pretty cool. So maybe we'll see some more artwork from him on the series. Uh, yeah, he's got a great... Uh, yeah, that's right. He has a great preview page of it um, in July. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see a lot of art probably from House of X and Powers of X around that time.
0: Yeah. Um, and hopefully maybe a couple of uh new image series will be like uh announced.
1: Yeah, maybe some more remender stuff would be great to see. Like yeah. uh see when uh Seven to Eternity is coming back, maybe even more um Death or Glory. Mm-hmm. Um see if yeah, more Deadly Class stuff. Hopefully I like that's what I'm excited about. Maybe see some more uh what R has got up his sleeve. Maybe hopefully that'll be at San Diego.
0: Uh, so that just uh to, if we could circle back uh just it just gave me a thought uh i'm sure if dc could poach one marvel writer if they could get jason aaron to come over oh and do Batman, yes that would be there that would oh, that would yeah. that would be that would be their uh that would be their their top choice so
1: i think yes yeah, i think you are a hundred percent correct especially now since he's like i mean with the exception of hickman he's the he's like the senior writer right now you know he's the he's the old dog among all the guys at marvel now Mm -hmm. that bendis is gone i can't think of anybody else really
0: no because he kind of came over with that slot i guess yeah but like it was sort of like uh it was sort of like the bendis fraction brubaker matt aaron um group that all kind of uh, and Hickman all kind of came over, but you're right. He's really the only yeah. one that's really still, still left there. So it's, that would be the biggest uh, coup that uh, DC could pull off is to, to get, uh, to get uh, Jason Aaron to come over and, and, and write Batman. So
1: it's only a matter of time. So He'll be right. over
0: at DC sooner rather than later. Yeah. It seems like they, they, it's, uh it's only uh, a matter of time before they, they uh they go work for the the distinguished competition so and before tom
1: king goes back to marvel i'm pretty sure
0: yeah so all right so if if you don't have anything else i think we'll we'll bring this one to a close yeah that was a good discussion yeah i like it and and in probably about 30 days or so we're going to find out if any of our predictions uh came to came to be they'll probably all be wrong they'll all (laughs) be wrong so all right so I'd like to uh, thank everybody for listening, and if they could go on to iTunes and give us a rating and review, we'd really appreciate it. A um, couple of other um, items of, of business. Um, Noah and I both have a story in the My Kingdom for a Panel Kickstarter. Our story is called Wherefore for not You?, and it's uh, it's a take on uh, Romeo and Juliet. So again, just uh, you know, go go on to Kickstarter and search for My Kingdom for a panel, and you'd you'll see that. Um, I also have a, another story that's in crowd crowdfunding. Um, I have a story called Faith and Forever, uh, which is part of the Why Faith uh, Indiegogo. So you know, just another search of Indiegogo for Why Faith and, and you'd see that there's uh 30 creators in there and uh me and uh my my friend and artist uh Wilson Gandalfo have a of a story there. Um another thing that we've recently started is uh, creator spotlights. Um and those are on our YouTube channel which is constructing comics. Uh we did our first one uh about a week ago and we did that um to pay respect to Justin Ponzer um, the colorist who passed away. Um, and we're we're looking to do another one here very soon, and we're going to do one on uh, artist Sean Gordon Murphy. Um, so that should be that should be up uh, pretty soon. So, and I'm I'm excited for for that one. So, uh, if anybody wants to give us a follow on social media, we are on Twitter. We're at Construct pod uh, We're on Instagram at Constructing Comics Pod, and we're on Facebook at Facebook forward slash uh, Facebook com forward slash Constructing Comics. I'd like to thank everybody for listening, and we'll be back uh, very soon with a.